Welcome to Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere with your host, Chris Parker. And welcome to Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere. Today I have Marella van Bierschoten, and she has her agency, Digital Shapers, and we're going to hear hopefully all about that today and other things because she's involved in other initiatives as well. Um, I've known Morella really for, I don't know, a couple of years. We pitched some work together and I was uh, delighted to be on, on her podcast as well. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Um, that was a lot of fun about a year ago or so. So um, Morella, welcome to Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere. Would you please share with me and, and the others what do you do and why do you do what you do? Yes, thank you, Chris. Um, okay, so let me just, um, um, well, t- tell you, I've been an entrepreneur to start with. I've been an entrepreneur mm-hmm. for almost 10 years now, mm-hmm. so, um, longer than I thought. And um, I started out 10 years ago with a company in, in mobile apps. And, and uh, well, I won't go, go into that too much, but... Um, um, I'm, as I moved onwards, I, I always I, w- I got fascinated by what was happening in the world of technologies, and especially ten years ago here in the Netherlands. Um, well, we weren't thinking and, and talking about it so much as we are right now. And and what I got fascinated about it was how people interact with it and how we are, uh, what our mindset is towards it. So whether or not we are able to grasp full potential of those new technologies coming to market. And that's actually why I started Digital Shapers, um, well, about five years uh, ago now. And our aim is to help organizations uh, going through digital transformation, whether or not they call it like that, and then especially help the people within organizations to to open up their mindset and and grow their skill set to be able to grasp that potential Mm. to so to be able to use it for, for, for the benefit of the company. Uh, in the end, of course, for a company to become more profitable and not only to survive, but just to um, succeed in, mm. in today's world and tomorrow's world. Um, but we might get into that, as I find that very interesting as well, is that it's not um, a purpose by itself to, to uh, be able to, to work with that technology and to implement that technology. Mm-hmm. But I believe more and more uh, we are starting to notice that we're using that for the purpose of the purpose of the company, of the organization, which is much more of a societal value. It's it's a reason for being. And technology can help you succeed in that um, in in that societal value as well. So so that's I mean that's at least the field in which I'm working. That's what's inspiring me on a daily basis. And why is this so important to you because because you, you you seem very passionate you know you're out there you're working with lots of organizations you're, you're helping you know communities of people move forward with their thinking and mindset and skill set well, what's the passion behind all this well I believe um well I might myself I'm, I'm just excited for everything that's um changing and mm-hmm. and coming and and that's um new every day and I, I, I just uh, um, well being an entrepreneur is something I like to do on a daily basis like not mm-hmm. only to my own company but to think about new combinations and new opportunities on a daily basis with anyone mm-hmm. 
And, and I think, especially in this world of technology, it, it's full of opportunities. So it's for me, it's the right place to be. Yeah. But then at the same time, I notice that, that many of um, well, uh, inhabitants in the Netherlands, for example, because that's mostly my playing field, um, and, and, and people who, who are especially a working population, um, is not always as positive towards technology and, and, and changes that, mm. that come from it. And um, th there's often still feeling of fear. There's insecurity. What's exactly about what's exactly going to happen? About what's, what is it going to mean for themselves in their, in their jobs uh, and, and for their future um, job mm -hmm. and, and perspectives? And um, that feeling, I like to change that around because I'd like to give people confidence and help them grasp. Uh, however, it is things are uncertain. Grasp um, um, well, at least the things that they can do for themselves to to grow. Uh, mm. Well, in in mindset and skill set again, to be able to 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 have a fulfilling role and fulfilling job in in today and in the future, and and that's what. Um, I see happening and I, so I see people struggle with it. I see leaders struggle with it. And I think um, there's different levels to work on and I like to work on both. Um, yeah. yeah. And it, yeah, and it's, it's meaningful, you know, this is a meaningful human issue or condition as, you know, technologies, exponential technologies, automation, you know, are affecting, well, you know, how people live and how people work and how people interact um that can be very scary so um looping to digital shapers itself which is the agency that you've created to help solve these you know dilemmas and 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 you know help people move forward can you describe a bit um how digital shapers helps these people and these leaders you know definitely. exploit or or deal with or survive Definitely. So we work on different levels. So we have a program for, for leaders and that's where I, uh, where we inspire much more. So we help them see what's outside. Um, I mean, it's, I think that's something you do yourself as well with some of the clients uh, well, that you've mentioned also um, before. And I know that you're working with, so you show them what's happening around them. Um, Cause often they, they don't always have that, you know, mm -hmm. they're working on their own uh, tasks in their, within their own organization. They, they don't always have the privilege and see and time to see what's happening around. So I try to get that inspiration from very nearby. So you don't always have to go to Silicon Valley or China, mm -hmm. or the mm -hmm. Europe province department, whatever you also yeah. see happening. And then we try to um, uh, experiment with, with new behavior. It can be new, new ways of working, um, and new organizational models. It can be anything, but but trying to uh, well uh, form strategy by doing. So, mm -hmm. so I'm, you know, I'd like to inspire and then try something and then see does it work or not. And then uh, if not, let's find another way. And if it does, then how do we scale it up? And so, so strategy by doing. That's really something I um, well aim to do and I like to do with with mm -hmm. leaders. And then a uh, next thing what we do is uh, is with, with um, you up, often when those leaders say okay uh, or managers say we're going to run certain programs and we've set a vision for the future, um, 
then then obviously you have to uh, well go through a certain transformation or a certain change or growth. You can name growth as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, whole organization, and that's where we develop yeah. programs to help uh, people move through that uh, change. Uh, and we try to make it as um, tangible as possible and also as personalized as possible. Hmm. Um, so we help with questions uh, f- for for people just on the work floor, as we say in Dutch. Hmm. They, like, wh- what is this going to mean? Why is this important? Why why have our leaders, uh, why have they got this vision? And hmm. what the plans are, like, why is it important for the company uh, to be profitable and, and successful in, in, in the future? And then, and then, of course, if, if that question is answered, then it's then it has to do with the person themse- it, itself, and and uh, what is it going to happen for me, and uh, or what is it going to mean for me, and what's going to happen, and what's needed for mm-hmm. me, and and so so we really we we go through those questions, we think about it, and then we we develop programs on um, well making people more aware of what's happening at first, trying to create desire uh, mm-hmm. with to to be part of that change and uh and then help them build capabilities and that's where we run programs for larger groups of uh, employees within companies and we do that through gamification because that helps a lot Mm -hmm. for example creating awareness but we've also developed some academies um we do some coaching on on different ways of working and and it's very much at the moment, a data, more data-driven working, mm-hmm. um, design thinking. You've been working with that as well. Mm-hmm. Agile working. Though we're not experts necessarily in that field, um, but we're really trying to well um, help companies move from that uh, through that change from leaders to employees. Yeah. And, in the, in the company. And, you know, obviously I'm a fan of, of digital shapers and the work that you're doing. Um, the, uh, you know, what, what I really like about your, your methodology, if you will, or your approach is you start with leadership because oftentimes, um, well, you know, conversations that I've been involved in is some leadership team has decided they want to do some digital transformation and they want everyone else to do it. <laughs> you know, like, okay, we need, we need to be digital. So let's maybe hire a CDO and, and go transform some stuff, but don't bother me. And, and I, and when I'm asked about digital strategies, I, I really am adamant, you know, do not make a digital strategy, Strat, you know, digitize your business strategy. And it's, and it's a different sort of, sort of mindset. So um, how do you get into that, head of the leaders to, to really, because for me, that's the hardest part. If you, if you can get the, if you can get the leadership to become part of that journey and, and live that and need that and desire that really authentically, then everything, you know, I guess the chance of success can be so much greater. So what's your, how do you do that? Cause you know, it, it's executives are, are really experts at operational excellence and not changing and keeping things very rigid. And, you know, it's, um, but, but I think that's where all the magic is, is, is happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I think it starts with um, with listening mm. <laughs> and and there's a discussion, a serious discussion, and and not by trying to convince somebody of something, mm. but just listening to each other and 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 um, well, talking through um, challenges or, or problems that those leaders are facing at the moment, mm. and and I. Of course, I don't always know the answer at the uh, 
by the start and but they mm. don't and and, no. and say definitely it's true they're experts in their field and i'm i'm never or no way a better expert than they are so the only thing that i bring in is in the end my uh, accumulated uh, look or perspective towards the world mm -hmm. and what's happening and my uh, accumulated experience of what's what works and what doesn't work in in other and sometimes similar uh, organizations but then at the same time every organization is different and so I really just try to dig into it, listen very well, and then um, try to well co-create and decide together on what we might think might help in a certain um, uh, in a certain um, area or yeah. uh, uh, with a certain challenge. And yeah, then we'll work with that. <laughs> Yeah, I love the starting with listening because um, what I've discovered, and I'm curious what your opinion is, is is there is no definition of what even the word digital means. And, and when people say, okay, well, we need to go digital or have a digital transformation or something, it's, you know, first thing I ask is, well, what do you mean by that? So I'm curious what, you know, if, if people talk about digital and digital mindset, for example, how do you describe that? What, 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 is, a, what is a digital mindset for you? Yeah, so so I recognize what you're saying, and and with with some people, I have to really get into a discussion and tell them that we're not going to help them just with their IT systems, right? And I think that at least is something that it's to me, it is not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Yay, amen. I support that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, so I think of it uh, of, of digital in a, in a broader way. And, and um, so I'd say it's on the one hand, it's, it, it's about digitization, about doing things digital in a digital way or in a, with digital processes that, that before you did in a physical way, for example, mm -hmm. or uh, analog. Um, but, but, but what it, what it is also is different ways of working. Mm -hmm. So for example, um, Companies that have moved to to e-commerce uh, start selling differently, so they need to um, mm -hmm. uh, create and use different habits within their daily working practices, and yep. so different ways of working as well, and uh, a different uh, skill set. So uh, at once, for example, those in that same uh, example, people had to start working with um, um, online e-commerce systems. And so, so different software, mm. for example, much more software, much more applications. Mm. Um, um, so you need practical um, skills to work with those applications. But also more um, uh, what's abstract skills or competences uh, in the field of, let's say, problem solving in different ways, for example, um, or more creative thinking. Mm -hmm. in, in so, so that's where we're moving towards mindset. Yeah. Uh, and in that sense, I also think about, and that's something I still want to add to that to digital, is also making use of those possibilities and opportunities that grow from uh, the base of new technology. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely technology enabled. So you, you can't sort of do it without technology, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, technology is never the answer, I think. And uh, uh, and uh, a simplistic way that I like to say it is, you know, uh, you know, digitizing your your business strategy means, you know, connecting with customers in digital ways, 
with propositions and products that are digital and, and, and you know and that can be very broad as well and then the impact of the overall operating model can be profound you know because it depends on where they're coming from and where they're going to that can be you know fundamental um do you yeah go ahead i was i was having this discussion with a uh, innovation director last week because um she's joining me on a project um uh, on one of our clients' projects, and um, and and we've defined the field of digital and data in in this um, company as as important fields to improve on and to develop expertise in. And then she's coming in with uh, the expertise of innovation. And then obviously she was asking me the question like, wh- where does my job start and and ends? And then especially compared to yours, when you're dealing with data and digital. Mm. That's, and I also I wonder what you think, but but th- th- those are in in the end it's about it doesn't necess- it doesn't mean how you define it, but it means uh, but I think what's important is that you define it, and then mm-hmm. that people within one organization at least know very well what you are talking about and yeah. how you relate to each other, and 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 in the end I believe that both um, uh, shouldn't necessarily be well different initiatives, but but. Good storytelling is important in this one, and and being clear about yeah why you're taking which initiatives and who's working on it and what's expected from people. Oh, I I, I I'm, I'm thinking, can you even separate by those definitions digital and innovation? Because um, if you're going from call it analog to digital, then you will have to innovate a lot on on many 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 dimensions of your business in order to pull that off. Um, so if it was me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to make a start and a stop. I would say, well, let's, let's be together and, you know, and, 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 and go that way. Um, now, interesting. The, sometimes people think digital mindset equals agile. Is, I'm, I'm not sure if it's that black and white. Is, what, what's your view on that? Yeah, I think agile is just one way of working yeah. and, yeah. and uh, it's an important one, but there's different ones. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. I don't think there's any, you know, you know, silver bell, bullet that way. But um, um, you have uh, written a like a sort of an industry white paper on AI and 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 the need for, I guess, society looking at the Netherlands to upskill itself. Um, you touched on that as being a, a motivator and you know one of the things you do. But um, can you share a few words around that? that paper and, and what the key, I guess, out, outcome of that is. And, then, and we can put a link to that, um, that think tank in, in the show notes as well. But um, it, it looked really interesting. I haven't had a chance to read it. It's also in Dutch, I think. Um, but it, it's, yeah. Can you share why you did that and what, what the outcome was? Definitely. Um, so uh, you're right. You're mentioning that it was, it's a paper, it's a research being done by a think tank and I'm part of that think tank. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we aim to do with that think tank is to, um, it's a bit broader than my own working field. And, and the one that you're mentioning has everything to do with my working field, but mm-hmm. that think tank aims to uh, put, well, societal or political issues, even economical uh, challenges. Um, we, we try to dig into that and to create, let's say, an, an agenda separate from political agenda that's mm-hmm. being run here. So we try to do... Um, uh, really uh, thorough research and then publi- uh, publish on it. 
And uh, so about two years ago, we did research uh, on the state of artificial intelligence in the Netherlands. And we tried to define it by, for example, um, looking into um, what was happening in terms of governmental policies and um, subsidies and support systems mm -hmm. area, but also um, what the status was of, um, of um, academic research in the area and, and how many professors, for example, we, we have mm -hmm. at universities. But also what, um, about what... Um, uh, companies are doing and how much they invest in in um, uh, AI, artificial intelligence, uh, within their companies. And fourthly, for the area was uh, how many startups we have in the Netherlands uh, based on artificial mm. intelligence. Uh, and and then we did a little bit of a comparison to um, other countries that 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 are far, far ahead. And then obviously the United States and China uh, jump out, but also we looked at, uh, for example, the, the Scandinavian uh, mm -hmm. countries and England um, and France, for example, where, where Macron had just uh, uh, said that he was going to invest about 2 billion uh, euros in uh, artificial intelligence uh, mm -hmm. in the country. And that was at that time quite bold. Um, as not many European countries were doing that. So one of our um, conclusions was that there is no uh, wide, um, uh, no countrywide strategy on artificial intelligence, while other countries have that, and mm. those mm. who do are more successful. Right. And uh, companies were not investing enough. Uh, in terms of startups, we're not doing so bad. In terms of, in terms of academic research, we're also doing quite well. But uh, but that is um, uh, at the same times it, it at the same times that is at risk because we see that so many countries around us that are heavily investing in it are also buying our talent. For example, oh yeah, yeah, and that's that's and and that's even more interesting. I think. Um, uh, to follow, uh, if, if uh, to follow the race that's going on on artificial intelligence between yeah. China and uh, and the states, it's very interesting to follow that. Yeah. Uh, in all, uh, anyways, we, we did research. We we also tried to explain the basics of artificial intelligence. We sent out this publication to uh, not only politicians but also um, quite some professionals from uh, and C level professionals from large Dutch companies. And we also try to make it easy for them uh, to, to, to understand what, what mm. artificial intelligence is about. And then in two years, I think we've really, you know, and not only we as a think tank with this publication, but we as a country have really progressed, made big progress on, uh, in this field. And about a year later, uh, a, a national strategy was, be, was launched. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and some big initiatives were started also between uh, coal in coalitions of large corporates. Uh, Kickstart AI is one one mm -hmm. of the things. Uh, well, there's an AI coalition uh, that you can join mm -hmm. as a company that do research and try to share best case practices, etc. So that's a very nice one. Lovely. Well, I'll, I'll put the link to that in in the show notes as well. Um, is yeah. that something that that because your customers are corporates, essentially, um, is, is that is, is AI or 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 starting the the thinking and the journey towards AI? Is that something that that you can help them work around and work with? Is that something that that you guys can directly contribute to? 
Definitely. And we get that question a lot. Mm. And uh, perhaps to, to, um, uh, to just set it clear, we, we work for corporates, but we also work a lot for companies that are just a bit smaller than corporates mm. and a lot of family-owned companies as well in the Netherlands. Okay. And uh, we notice that they sometimes even need our expertise a bit more than the corporates do. Uh, so for corporates, we help them a lot with active employee activation programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other ones, we also help them on the strategic um, part. And and then mm-hmm. they often ask our, us a question like, what should we do with AI? How important is it? Um, if, if we run, if we uh, start with the chatbot, for example, does it make sense? Um, and I think this remains a very interesting uh, um, field to, to discuss because many have many companies have started to make the first set the first steps but um, I was just having this discussion with my employees my team uh, last week and asked them do you think that even the largest companies in Indonesia right now that that they're actually far ahead with AI like well, did you actually think that they they they've reached a level that we can be proud of or not like what do you think and um and I think we're still behind. I'm, I'm quite sure about it. So that's my opinion. But, uh, but, but um, behind, like the US it, and China, or, or yeah, 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 yeah. Well, definitely. Yeah. And, and, and I look at that as Europe also, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, because what? And, and I mean, this is very a, a very. Um, uh, uh, this discussion has a very, very great momentum right now, also in media, because you see that there's much more pressure um, starting um, uh, and and put on on those large companies like Facebook, Google, Microsoft, uh, Alibaba, and mm-hmm. etc. And and about what they do with their data, etc. And that's and and we can we can talk and you hear me. Um, well, speeding up, but I can talk about this for so long and, and I don't think we have enough time for this. Mm. But I think one of the reasons why it's so important for us also as a country, as Europe, as an organization to invest in artificial intelligence is because we highly value our own principles, norms and, and values on uh, regarding data and data privacy. Mm-hmm. And if, if we want to uh, live with that, with that values and, and value system then we should also in a way develop our own systems because otherwise we start using the systems of companies from overseas and then we will you know probably have their value systems yeah and, and well, that's yeah that's it's, a- it's definitely evolving and in, 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 in complex landscape because you know it's the, those big brands corporates that you mentioned that actually have the scale and the need and the data sets in order to um you know, really accelerate the capabilities in, in AI. Um, the average corporate probably doesn't have the data sets or, or, or maybe even the need to do actually primary research. So then they're going to be buying sort of AI solutions from other firms. And then, you know, the Americans and the Chinese are ahead of the game as far as, you know, providing B2B solutions based on AI. So it's, uh, yeah, it's fascinating to uh, see it. I, I'm, I'm in another initiative around co- uh, conversational AI security, um, which is an emerging thing because now that, that you know, organizations are, are going up the maturity levels, you know, like going, I'm not sure if you're the, the Raza levels of, of conversational AI, if, if they're starting to go from like level two to three, um, the need for trust and security 
interacting between humans and machines or machine to machine is, is really becoming anything, which is, which is a fascinating uh, dilemma. And of course, that is a lot based on, you know, who's, who's providing these, these machines, you know, and, you know, you know, or, you know, the TikTok, it, TikTok effect, you know, are the Chinese having all my data and, you know, or the Americans. Then again, it starts like for one organization to, to see whether or not there's opportunities for them with artificial intelligence. It starts, uh, it starts with building capabilities to be able to assess that. Mm-hmm. And um, so it starts with build, building a skill set. It starts with more data-driven working, uh, which is all digital. Right? Coming yeah. back to our conversation yeah. about what is digital. And, and, and then if, if you're on par with, in terms of that skill set and mindset, um, then you're probably much more able to to see whether or not um, well certain technologies such as artificial intelligence are interesting for you. If you need to build it yourself or not, or if you're going to set rules and regulations, um, mm. etc. And and um, well, in a few years from yeah. now we'll be, we'll be talking about different technology and then the same the same, same. skills are yes or different yeah. ones outlook yes. And we've got a, uh, just a bit of time left, but um, what I'd like to do is, is <clears throat> connect that need to invest in capability to um, the purpose of organizations, because that's um, something I know that you're passionate about, uh, as, as am I, um, as, you, know, perf- you know, purpose-driven strategy. Why that's even a thing, I don't know, because why is it not all driven by purpose? But um, can you say a few words about, about your vision on that? Because you know, as opposed, I think the opposite is, doing technology stuff for the sake of technology, sort of, you know, hobbyism playing versus purpose-driven, you know, disciplined, directed, um, focused work? Yeah. Um, I'd like to take the Port of Rotterdam as an example because they've, within their strategy, they've, they've, they've explained that actually two things are important. One is energy transition and second is, um, is digital or digitization. Mm-hmm. And they, um, as a port, find it important to be a big contributor to energy transition in the Netherlands or even worldwide. And they make that happen through digitalization. Hmm. So they start building, for example, data platforms uh, on which all um, stakeholders, so lots of the whole ecosystem working together in the port of Rotterdam and outside of the port, um, they can tap into that, they can share data, they can use data to make it uh, the whole process or different processes run more efficiently and effectively. And by doing that, they all um, save um, uh, carbon um, dioxide, for example. Hmm. So, so um, they use technology and, and new opportunities with technology to make that energy transition work for them. Mm. And I think that's important because right now, uh, more and more talent, more and more employees, but also consumers are asking from companies uh, that they buy from or that they work for um, to, to have a positive uh, societal value, positive, positive mm-hmm. impact on society, and not only to just be profitable. And, and you see this happening also and, and, and speeding up, I, th- I think, through Corona times. And those companies who who, for example, um, started innovating their business model and started, I don't, I don't know, um, um, uh, making uh, mouth uh, caps or, or um, uh, hand sanitizers or anything, 
Um, so just to be of value to to society, they, uh, I think that, that those are the ones that that uh, have had a positive um, influence or have had a positive um, radiance, probably on 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 potential consumers and their and their own customers, and and so this need for or or this need for for this we have an expectation that companies um uh, uh, should be profitable only by living their purpose mm-hmm. and and not just profitable at, at at cost of of um society yeah and and digital is is a way to to help that realize um goals uh, regarding that purpose and and i also think and that's the last thing i i, I say about it because i know mm-hmm. we're running out um is that this is also a very powerful argument um, to help um, people and employees embrace technology, because mm-hmm. now they they're not just doing this for you know because they're they will have to work with robots in the future. No, they're doing this to help their the company that they work for, their employer, reach their purpose. And and I think that's a, a very powerful one uh, to use and and. And I and I absolutely believe, and I've seen, and, and you know, you know, looking at myself, um, it's so much more, you know, inspirational and motivating to work for a common purpose as opposed to "quote unquote" only, you know, revenue. And uh, I, I like to see profit or revenue as a, as a result. It's definitely necessary for sustainability of an organization, but I think you're right. If it's the if it's the primary and perhaps only goal, then decisions can be odd, and you know, maybe you're sacrificing some other things. So. Wow. So, um, if you are a purpose-driven organization of various sizes and shapes, or would you like to be? And if you want to start your digital discussion and digital journey, then yeah, you can get in touch with Morella, digitalshapers.nl. And you can also find her on, on LinkedIn, of course. And on the show notes, um, I will put a link to her think tank, her think tank, uh, paper and the the podcast that they uh, they had me as a guest on, um, outstanding. So Morella, thank you so much for this. It was uh, a, a joy talking to you and, and and learning from you as I always do. Thank you so much. You thank you as well for this invitation, Chris. And happy to answer any questions that come uh, from this conversation. Great, thanks. Learn more at billion.com slash podcast. <laughs>